Hello, everyone. Justin Vakula here with another episode of the Stoic Philosophy Podcast. Today's episode is titled Coping with One's Death. I will explore how we can better come to terms with our eventual death by applying wisdom from Stoic philosophy, cultivating courage, acceptance, and gratitude. We can think of death as a natural, inevitable process of the human experience and reframe our thoughts to not associate death with fear. I offer tips and passages from Seneca's letter titled On Conquering the Conqueror. Visit my website at justinvacula.com, where you can find links to my social portals, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and see past content on SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, and Stitcher. Support me by becoming a monthly donor on my patreon.com page, on which I offer several rewards, or make a PayPal donation. Share, comment, like, review, and subscribe to support my work. I explore the tradition of Stoicism with goals to inform, empower, and help others benefit from practical wisdom of ancient Greek, Roman, and modern thinkers, including Epictetus, Marcus Aurelius, and Seneca. For the Stoics, a main focus is pursuing virtue to attain a well-examined life through practical applications of philosophy, acting with good character, using reason to form accurate, careful judgments about the world, and achieving contentment. Stoic writers focus on many perennial human concerns and urge people to take action, applying what they learn to everyday life. Self-improvement is central to Stoic thought, strengthening and improving one's mindset. How can one come to terms with our own eventual death? Might you occasionally or regularly be haunted by a sort of existential despair contemplating the end of your life, a loss of consciousness, and simply existing no more? What, if anything, might happen after we die? Should we fear death? What, if anything, can we do to prepare for death? Stoic writers talk about death as an inevitable end, a transition from living to no longer living, a natural change in an ever-changing world, something we should accept, something we can't prevent, something to not fear, although it might seem to be a frightening idea. Seneca talks about aging as a degenerative process. The body deteriorates and collapses, similar to a ship which might lose its seaworthiness through cracks and damage, even though it has been repaired, propped up, and cannot ultimately be saved. He notes that even as the body comes to resemble a decrepit building, one's mind can be active, and philosophical reflection can help us stay afloat to avoid despair and live an active life. He writes, Philosophy bestows this boon upon us. It makes us joyful in the very sight of death, strong and brave, no matter in what state the body may be, cheerful and never failing, although the body fails us. It's a recurring theme throughout Stoic texts to overcome adversity through applications of virtues like acceptance, gratitude, bravery, having a resilient character, recognizing that there will be difficult times in life, the inevitable challenges we might face in a long journey which won't always be easy, to maintain contentment, to be accepting, regardless of what comes to us. Perhaps our mental faculties will degrade later in life, but even then, Stoic writers would urge us were to be brave in the midst of challenges and focus on what we can control, focus on displaying virtue and coping the best we can. Self-reflection and drawing upon the wisdom of others with an aim to improve our lives by having a clearer picture of things can help us cope with our eventual deaths. We can anticipate challenges and be mindful of present difficulties we face, thinking about how we might respond, what might happen, and a productive attitude we can cultivate to maintain ourselves in times of struggle. Death, well, this hangs over us. We see others die, experience pain, see life as being fragile, think about people from decades and centuries ago who have died. It's something to consider rather than to ignore and procrastinate or simply succumb to despair, thinking it's impossible to have a positive attitude or a content attitude towards something we assume is horrible. 
we can be more able to deal with mortality, salience, this anxiety which can accompany the awareness that we will die. We can face death head-on before our final hours and be better for it rather than watching life pass us by and being unprepared for facing a crisis or our own deaths later in life. Seneca writes, This is a great accomplishment and one which needs long practice to learn, to depart calmly when the inevitable hour arrives. Like other challenges we face, we simply can't flip a coin or a switch and be content, dispel our negative emotions, have a complete handle on things, but with some time, reflection, and dedication, we can work to overcome our fears, or at the very least, improve from a situation of clinically significant anxiety to a reduced state of anxiety. Seneca talks about different types of deaths, changes we commonly see, which should remind us that death is with us. It's a natural process. It's something which even has a painless ending, even if there is significant pain right before death. He writes, If this process contains any element of discomfort or of fear, it is the fault of the dying person and not of death itself. Here, Seneca makes a clear distinction between an event which happens in the world and our thoughts surrounding it, our interpretations, our impressions, as other Stoic writers would talk about. We can work to separate our thoughts about events from events themselves and come to an understanding that we can work to change our perspective. To say death is something to be feared, for example, is talking about a person's thoughts about death, and that's what can be changed. It doesn't have to be something associated with fear. So how can we come to change our perspectives? reduce our fears, and come to accept death. The wise man, Seneca writes, can manifest tenacious courage. Again, we see the stoic perspective that more knowledge about the world, about human nature, using reason, will improve our daily quality of life, that philosophy has many practical benefits, not only limited to reducing our fears and anxiety. Seneca continues in his same letter, calling for an attitude of gratitude and, once again, acceptance, noting that death is simply a part of life that to even have had the possibility of death, we need to be alive in the first place. He writes, Death follows old age precisely as old age follows youth. He who does not wish to die cannot have wished to live, for this life is granted to us with the reservation that we shall die, to this end our path leads. Although we might not want to die, maybe live forever as the classic Queen song would suggest, we can appreciate the fact that we are alive and come to terms with the fact that death is part of our experience, Would we rather have never lived at all? We can be grateful for positive experiences we are offered living this life, defying what seems to be incredible odds to be existing today, able to listen to this podcast and witness the great parts of life, even if there are some parts, death included, we might not like. Death, after all, can also be viewed as a relief from suffering. We won't prefer death if the good life is still possible, Stoics would say, but rather than take a fitting exit when we can carefully and rationally determine that life is no longer worth living as I discussed in my episode on death with dignity. Our body will wear down with time, and being trapped in a state of constant significant pain might not be a good life worth living. Seneca writes, quoting a friend who shares a view with Epicurus, I hope, first of all, that there is no pain at the moment when a man breathes his last. But if there is one, one will find an element of comfort in its very shortness, for no great pain lasts long, and at all events, a man will find relief at the very time when soul and body are torn asunder, even though the process be accompanied by excruciating pain, in the thought that after the pain is over, he can feel no more pain. Maybe we'd prefer there to be no pain in life, for the body to never deteriorate, but this is not a reality. Stoicism leads us to adjust our preferences to reality, and not face discontent, be mired by anger, anxiety, or disappointment if our version of how we want the world to be is not how the world is. How much control do we have is something we can ask ourselves. For things outside of our control, or largely outside of our control, like death, 
It seems almost unproductive to lament, although we might feel a need to. We can be our own worst enemies in having unrealistic expectations or wants and being upset when they are not met. We can also be fearful, assume there is no alternative, not question the object of our fear, and experience great discomfort. We can work to question our negative emotions and accept the fact of death, come to more terms with our inevitable end. Maybe having more acceptance of death will be difficult, but with reframing our thoughts and more knowledge gained through Stoic philosophy, we can be more content with our lives and death. The shortness and fragility of life, though, can motivate us to live a more fulfilled, examined life. Maybe we can have some element of control over death, though, at least living a longer life of good quality by making better decisions, living a healthy lifestyle, and working to generally improve ourselves, rather than being slavish and foolish. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for more content. Visit my website at justinvacula.com, where you can find links to my social portals, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and see past content on SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, and Stitcher. Please share, comment, like, and subscribe. Consider donating if you support my work and would like to see more, for this takes time, money, and effort to produce content. Support me on my patreon.com page, on which I offer several rewards, or consider sending a donation via PayPal. Have a great day.